Hi, my name is Dean, and this is Sicko Podcast. Hi, right, let's just get into the shit, man. How, how's your week been? Woo! Um, it's been pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. Um, better than it was going. Um, yeah. As you know, with this whole thing, my car got hit while it was parked. Um, so I got that repaired, though, the mechanical stuff. And I'm working to get the body repaired, so. But my week's going pretty good, though. Yeah, man, that's that's fucked up. Like, I remember when you told me that story that <laughs> you just... You were just chilling inside inside your, your your friend's crib, and what 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 happened exactly? I mean, so basically, my car was just parked on the street. Yeah. And I wake up, and next thing I know, like there's a giant gash on the side of the car, and um, so then <laughs> the funny thing is, the neighbor came out to tell me, oh, the person came out and tried to try to like locate you. Yeah. But they went over to the neighbor's house instead of knocking on this house. Mm-hmm. And I mean, then apparently the person came over to the bottom of my house, but we're on the second floor. Yeah. And the guy downstairs didn't come up to tell us about it. It was just a giant mess. I would have fought my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Which one, though? Loki, the, the one that... Both? No, not, not the other one, because he doesn't even live in, in the same house. But the oh, one, the, the one that was downstairs, that when the driver came up, and he's like, nah, that's not my car. <laughs> and you you know for a fact that that he knew that was your car? He must have known it was my car. I think he lives, not, he lives like right below. He must have known it was my car because he's seen me with that car for eight. But um, I asked him, like I saw him, and I was like, hey, um, did you see my car get hit? He was like, like did somebody talk to you? He was like, yeah, I tried to knock upstairs, um, but I didn't see nothing. Nobody came to the door. Oh, like, oh, he said he tried. He said he tried. But All the right. thing is, I would have heard it, though. So. If you, if you think he was lying. Some, something was definitely up. Something. I don't know who hit my car. It could have been. Apparently, there was a party in, like, across the street. Yeah. Late at night, and people were drinking. So. Uh, I think <laughs> I think that's what it was. <laughs> little drunk because driving. The way that they hit my car, it... I'm not at the, I wasn't at the intersection. I was parked parallel on the street. That means somebody was driving and they said swerve out and then they just completely smashed into the car. Bro, speaking of that, right? A couple of days ago, maybe a couple of weeks ago, like two weeks, um, I was chilling in, in my room, uh, in my house, and I just hear it, boom. So I look out the <laughs> window and it was the same scenario as, as yours where a parked car, um, was just on the street, not an intersection or anything. Um, this family had just, they literally just, boop, right, <laughs> <laughs> right into, into that parked car. And there were kids in the car, they were crying. Luckily, nobody was hurt or anything, but it was just loud. And there was like 15 people in that car. It was, it was so weird. Like, I was like, how did are there so many people? Did the person who owned the car come out? What? Did the person who owned the car come out? No, it was like, it was like 2 a.m. So the person who the car owner, as far as I know, didn't come out, but they didn't. They didn't happen that night. What? This only happens at night. Yeah, yeah. I think because people might be intoxicated or whatever. But yeah. yeah, so they hit the car, and there was just the mom or whatever was trying to settle all her kids down, and uh, the cops came and, and everything, 
and that's when I lost interest. It was it was mad interesting. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's when it was done for you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was just watching out the window. I was like, damn, this is crazy. Damn. All right, all right. That's a bad <laughs> that day really for someone out there. But do you know that what that reminds me of? What? Uh, I don't know if you know, but I, from what I understand, in some places in China, I don't I don't know if I told you this. In some places in China, if you if someone runs you over, sometimes they reverse and try to kill you because they rather deal with the effects of you if they kill you than like having to pay for a lifetime of injuries for you. Mm. Yeah, I remember when you told me that. It was like because they could sue you just for if, if it's like the injuries are critical, they could sue you for life or some shit. Yeah, like you basically gonna be paying for it forever. So they sometimes they try to kill you. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard to believe, though. I don't know if it was just a rumor. Or something. Yeah, I'm going to check. I'm going to check. I'm going to check after this. Because I, I think I did research on that after, and there was something along the lines of, of what you said, but I totally forgot. Yeah, it's hard to believe, though, because morally, you imagine running over someone, and it's like, damn, let me... Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine just, just knowing that fact, and then you just go, all right, I got to roll the fuck out the way. <laughs> It's like, man, let me finish my food. <laughs> like, I'm rolling out immediately. Like, if I get hit and I could roll out the way or walk or whatever, I'm out. I'm like, like, just think about it. You're crossing the street. You just bought a little, you know, a little 40, you know, a little Swiss sweets or whatever. And you're crossing the street. Now you're fighting for your life. Now you're in a Mission Impossible situation, you know. Do you think you could live in China? Um, Like... Like currently, let's say for two years, hmm? without coronavirus. Yeah, but like as the government is. Yes. Ah. Uh, but you're an American citizen, so. Yeah, well, I don't know how they feel. Well, it depends. Well, actually, what part of China? I don't know. <laughs> like, are we talking mainland China or like? I mean, wherever you want. Asian, island, Hong Kong. Wherever you want to live. Yeah. I could probably chill in Hong Kong a bit. I mean, besides, the, like, there's a lot of protests going on over there, obviously, because mainland China's trying to take it over. Yeah. But I think if I knew the language, a couple of years, yeah, why not? I mean, right now, as you are, without knowing the language. Oh, right now? Nah, there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. Why not? I think I would have to be chilling on Google Translate the entire time. Like, yo, let me get him a double. Um... I feel like, you know, a lot of countries have like ways for, you know, English speak, uh, speaking people to get by. I think you would have to like, don't they, can't you hire like a translator? You can. There's also um, this, this new piece of technology. Well, there's several pieces of technology. There's this new one that you can put in your ear and it will translate real time. What? Yeah, real time. You just put it on your ear and then um, whatever is spoken. There might be a one or two second delay, but I think it's meant to be real time. No, that's like some future joint. That's like some, that's like some Iron Man stuff right there. Yeah, that that'd be that'd be mad cool. I know there's an app for like iPhones where like you speak to it and then it automatically says it in the language you choose. Yes, iPhone has that too. Yeah. Yeah, but that's mind blowing. I never tried it, but that's mind blowing. I guess you could get by. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're ordering something at a restaurant. You know, you just say the number or something. You won't, you might not know where it is, but. Yeah. The, the only thing though, I don't think I'd want to live in China because it's so crowded 
Like, mm-hmm. I want to I want to see all the technology and advancements mm-hmm. they have because their cities are like beautiful and really advanced yeah. and featurely. But just the the crowd of people and standing out, I feel like you always stand out as a foreigner in China. Like, yeah, that's definitely gonna be a a thing. But you know, now that I think about it, you think it's more crowded in New York City? Yes. Yeah, that's an, that's no go. Like living in the city. Yeah, that's what, like with New York City, like like um in India, like in one of the crowded cities. Um. Yeah, India. India is also hot too. Yeah. That's the thing, like at least in China, I'm not sure what the weather's like in China, but I don't think, I think it it changes. I think it varies. Yeah, yeah. It varies. But India, it's hot, humid. I still want to visit. Of course, I want to visit the world. If you could choose, if you had to live somewhere else that wasn't in America right now, where would it be? Besides the whole virus situation. That wasn't America. Yeah, like you just gotta go somewhere else. Close, you know. If I really like America, I'd say Canada. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like Walmart brand, America. And if I really, you know, if I really want something similar, I'd say London. Um, yeah. Or something like that. But I don't know. I, I haven't like explored enough of the world to really like know. Cause like Europe, Europe is cool. The, the like the whole continent. The good thing about Europe is like. You could just go anywhere around Europe, really, for little yeah, money. Yeah. So that's one reason I choose Europe. Mm. But, you know, and Brazil, Brazil, the crime rate is kind of crazy. Yeah, I was just, I mean, it'd be cool, but yeah. the crime rate. Portugal, Dude, I, think, I don't know why, but I, on YouTube, I see a bunch of, like, off-duty officer videos in, in Brazil. They're all from Brazil. What do they do? They, they stop crime. They're oh, obviously, <laughs> wait, when they're not working, they just stop crime? Or yeah, they, there's so much like crime that every time it happens, it happens to be an off-duty officer somehow. I don't know if they just got a lot of officers mm. or I don't know what's going on, but every time I see like a, a video, it's coming out of Brazil. You know, they, they've had this crime issue for a long ass time. What do you think they're, they're doing to fix that? It's kind of like, it's kind I guess it's kind of like one of those things that it's so bad it's gone to a point where I don't it's kind of like irreversible without it's like a checkmate situation because they don't they don't have a lot of money um it, like their economy isn't isn't that good like it's the same thing with Mexico like the crime rate in Mexico is is bad not as bad as Brazil but you know that same lack of control like did you see I think it was like a couple months ago where El Chapo's son, I think it was. El Chapo's <laughs> son, he got arrested by the police, right? Mm. Or one, a famous cartel son, but I, I believe it's El Chapo, El Chapo's mm. son. And then while, while he was in the precinct, um, in the police, um, El Chapo's cartel, they like basically terrorized the whole city. And they're like, yeah. we're going to keep doing this until you release this man. Yeah, they had no choice. They yeah. were like... They were attacking our city. Yeah, they were attacking cops. They they had like rocket launchers. Places were on fire. They were just shooting um, everywhere. The civilians were just recording everything. Like this is crazy. That, that looked like it was straight out of Call of Duty or something. Yeah, and then in less than a day, this the the Mexican government was forced to release El Chapo's son, which is crazy. 
that's ah man I, could you imagine like that happened for everybody like people on the block just came up and like were like yo you're gonna release them or the whole city's gonna be on fire today like that shit does not happen like i don't know only... that just showed you the power that el chapo and his son had yeah the, the whole the like, that's whole, what it was the whole cartel over movement. mexico yeah the whole cartel movement in mexico is crazy I can't... how would you feel though about your government though <laughs> if they're like yo we have no choice like I mean, you, you you do what you want to do. My my feelings of of the government has like really changed drastically since like twenty sixteen. Like, yeah. <laughs> like before, because as a kid, I guess you know, just being naive, like you always hear, oh, you know, when you become an adult, you know, or like just adult things, like oh, when you're on your own, be careful, don't trust anybody. The world's a dark place, and you hear that, but you don't really understand that until you see like, oh kids missing sex trafficking and you learn about all this shit that goes down and and the thing that people get away with um just in general so learning that that's when i was like okay damn the world is a dark place it's dangerous out here and then with yeah. the government people were like i don't i never understood the sentiment growing up like oh i don't trust the government government ain't shit uh more state rights versus government rights but growing up with this Trump administration where he's basically trying to do some stupid shit. And then um, the government, like when he was trying to open up uh, America prematurely uh, before COVID-19 and all the state governors was like, fuck out of here. Okay. <laughs> they were like, you're bugging. <laughs> like, fuck out of here. I'm not no, opening up my state. So I feel, like, I feel like when, you know, when you're growing up, you're like, yeah. you know, the government, it's people. They're, they're going to do right by the people. They're going to be moral good. And then you grow up and it's like, no, they're not going to be moral good. It may be a little bit sometimes, but it's, it depends how they're feeling. And uh, yeah. sometimes it's whatever. Sometimes they care more about money than actually doing good. Yeah, just just the, just the fact or the power of self-interest in high position powers that affects everybody. Like, how can you be selfish as president? Like, you're literally, your, your job is... The best the for America, country. the best for the whole country. Like, can you imagine just a selfish parent? Like, oh, there's, there's, there's one piece of chicken left. We both hungry. Me and my seven year old both hungry. I'ma eat that though. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna do, but I'm about to eat this piece right here, and we're gonna figure that out next time. Yeah, like your your whole job is to take care of this kid. Your whole job is to take care of this country. Dude, like, if, if if you have two you know, op opposite sides in fighting each other, conflicting. If you're a parent, you, your daughter and son are fighting. You, you don't pick a side. You're like, hey, stop fighting. Like we're a family. Usually parents are like, oh, I can never pick. But the president's like, no, I can pick real, real yeah. easy. I, I love real this easy. side more. I love this side yeah, more right here. Over here. <laughs> this, I felt like the day I realized it was like, oh, this is the leader of the country. I mean, obviously I knew like the whole time it, it was a mess. Yeah. But what really was nail in the coffin was when he, he tweeted something like, I forgot what he said he did, he accomplished, but he was like, thank you, Mr. Trump. Like He, he thanked himself. Mm. I was like, you could you that? imagine if you go to McDonald's or something, yeah. they give you the food and they're like, oh, thank you, me. They, <laughs> like, they thank themselves for giving you the food. Yeah. You're like, I don't know. Yeah, it's just crazy. Just, just that, in fact, like, maybe just see different things like through adult eyes like 
the lack of trust in the government, um, lack of trust in corporations, which was there early on. But it's just it's just really crazy just that, oh, the last thing, the one that hit me the hardest the most was I always believed, like, you know what? Everybody has common sense. <laughs> like, at least we got that. <laughs> if we got nothing else, logic. <laughs> logic is something that we all have, right? Mm-hmm. Like I got, mm-hmm. I got, I got yeah. this water bottle right here. Mm-hmm. You know, if the caps, if the caps, not on it, I'm not gonna go like this. The yeah. water's gonna spill. We all know that. That like that type of thinking is is something that isn't common at all. Or uh, there are a lot more. St- stupid or a lot more dumb people in the world than I anticipated. And that was shocking to me, bro. That just reminded me when I was a kid, yeah. I guess, I guess I was self-aware at an early age and like I thought things through and then I realized that's called logic. It's called common sense. Yeah. But I thought I was the only person with it <laughs> because the kids around me, they seem to lack it. They would just do dumb things. And I'd be like, Hmm, am I the only person who are, who's thinking clearly? Then I realized when people mature, you know, everybody acts like with common sense, you know, if the, there's a red light, you wait for it. Um, there's courtesy, you open doors for people, you know, slam it on them, stuff like that. Uh, table manners. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, most people have common sense. Then entered 2018 or something around there after 2016. And I was like, wait a second. A lot of people don't have common sense actually. My original hypothesis when I was a child was correct. Only some people are thinking clearly. <laughs> you relearn uh, what you did as a as a kid. It's like a it's like a cycle. <laughs> I thought I was learning like this, but I'm learning like it's, this. It's like just just with that level of thinking, it was it was so disappointing for me. It's like because because before I wasn't impressed with common sense. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it was just a given. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like you know, like, like when you watch a good YouTube video or when you watch something done well, and then mm. it's done well, and it seems simple, right? Like it's they, the person did nothing complex. Like for example, like like a good Drake song that's not a that that's a hit, but it's not fire, right? It's mm. not complex. Like like God's plan, mm. God's plan. Like yeah, that, yeah, that. Like it falls within the the model. It's yeah, also yeah, the, yeah. Like that song. That song isn't complex. You know, there, there's not too many layers. It's simple mm. to grasp. It's a bump. I'm understanding mm. everything throughout. Like mm. if, if that was common sense or if that was life, that that's not the majority. Right? Like <laughs> a lot of people a lot of people can't make just a song like a good verse that, that makes me go like this, a nice hook. You know, God's plan. That's all he said, God's plan. <laughs> the, way, the way it was produced as well, like people can do that. Like if that's common sense. Like that can do it. Like, hey man, like hey, I I believe in equality. That that was a sentence, a very simple sentence. <laughs> like it's not it's not shocking to hear. It, it it shouldn't surprise anyone to hear that. But if I just simply change that to I do not believe in equality. What? <laughs> yeah, you know what we're living in. It's that what? episode of SpongeBob where um. Uh, I forgot his name, but he was trying to hand it a wallet back to Patrick. Do you oh, remember yeah, that? Yeah, he was, yeah. I think he was I like, that. is this your wallet? I don't know. Well, it has your ID on it. <laughs> so, yeah. And it's inside the wallet. So is this your wallet? 
that makes sense to me. So take it. It's not my wallet. That's literally life right now. Do you believe in equality? Yeah. So Black Lives Matter. Wait a second. I don't know about that. Oh. I don't know, oh, I don't know man. I Now you're saying something controversial to me. Uh, uh, so. It's like it's like they're trying to be trying to be slick, slick with it. Like yeah, they're trying to be like undercover. I don't know what's going on, but yeah. growing up in New York City though, you don't really you're not really like exposed to to like yeah. I think hmm. that's what that's what like contributed most to to this mentality that I had in terms of thinking everybody has common sense because yeah. the city is so diverse and everything, and also you know, um, you know guns aren't legal in in, in the city. Um, you know, so people can't just get shot for nothing unless it's by police. Yeah. And but in general, you go out, you see everybody. But, it seems like everybody is in agreement, basically, in New York City. Like, yeah. there, of course, there's going to be people who are outliers who are like, oh, you know, they're saying some rhetoric. Yeah, like Long Island, or is it? Staten you never Island? realize it's massive the the other way of thinking is for for other people. Yeah, outside of New York City, it's it's difficult to grasp, but when you do, it's like. It's like tough. Like obviously, I knew that, you know, outside the city is it's not as sweet. <laughs> like I knew, like, yeah, outside New York State, I was, it's not as sweet. I have to be more aware, but it, it really don't like these last four, these last five years. It really, you know, sunk in. Yeah, and, and it's, it, it's not even in like even outside of politics or whatever. Like, yeah, let's say let's say for example something that we all learn just from the streets snitching right <laughs> in movies whether it's a white movie whether it's a black white movies they call it narking hey man don't nark don't nark man and etc everybody else but the most common term is snitching as a kid you learn about tattle telling nobody yeah. likes to tattle tell your teachers used to say this shit. Yeah. hey man <laughs> like you thought you was you thought <laughs> You thought you was doing good. Uh-uh, I saw Tommy do this with his eraser. Hey, Jenny, nobody likes a tattletale. And Jenny's like, what the fuck? And then you go to the playground and it's a, you gotta deal with them kids. Right, right. But even that like ingrained um, cloth or way of thinking has been changed just with 6 9 Yeah. I, well, first off, let me ask you. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Like about what he did? Yeah. And would you do the same in his situation? I mean, I have like several thoughts about it. You know, as a civilian, as a person that's not affiliated with anything, right? Snitching or street, whatever, doesn't apply to civilians like us, right? Mm -hmm. But 6ix9ine, he chose to get himself himself involved in that life, like with streets and, and whatever. And the basic code of that is like, hey man, once you step into this house, accept whatever comes with it mm. that's really what it is um that's that's a general concept or that's the old school way of thinking like mm -hmm. knock knock and then the person inside is like yo you sure like if you, <laughs> if you come in here right you could get Not shot you could get stabbed you could get killed you could get arrested however if you get arrested just don't talk because we're all in this. Just don't talk. That's all you gotta do. Six nine knew that, right? Mm. And you know, obviously, we all knew like, oh, his famous. You want to test my gangster? You want to test my gang? He failed that test. 
<laughs> with flying colors. He tested him. With flying he colors, him. he failed that test. Pun intended. <laughs> but but it's oh. like <laughs> So so my thoughts on that is he was, you know, I'm not gonna say right or wrong, because you know, I'm not in that life. Like I'm just a I'm just a witness. So my opinion is, you know, it's it's complicated because he was um exploiting his gang and his gang was exploiting him, right? They knew he wasn't about that life. It was a, it was a mutually toxic yeah. relationship. A very toxic relationship. Like, the gang, like, they should have known. They should have never let him in that house because they knew he wasn't about it. They just but wanted But the thing is, money. it was profiting. It was a, it was a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. They were, they was taking money from him. They exactly. was doing baby moms. They was just profiting. Yeah, they were doing they was doing more than just profiting. As you mentioned, they were like messing they were, with, they were they were messing with his baby moms. Um they they were like obviously exploiting him. When they want money, they need that money. And six nine was and they I think they were plotting on killing him too because of the whole uh, Yo, I forgot they kidnapped him. And they kidnapped him, yeah. So I mean so it's 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 shaky. Like six nine has a point, um, when he says that, oh, you know, they weren't really gang with me, but yeah, so at the same time though. Yeah, but at the, the same time, time, it wasn't everybody. Everybody that he snitched on wasn't plotting on him. That's you know nice. He that gave was, up the whole gang. The whole gang. The whole team. I mean, I think there's more Trey out there, but. I don't know. I just feel like that makes it like so no one's gonna trust him in the future. I mean, yeah, even even outside of that, right? Like Bobby Schmurder is still in jail. I think that's crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> it's actually really wild. My man came out with and that's it. <laughs> and he had that Bobby bitch song and that was that. Yeah. And his name is still alive. Like that's that's kind of crazy. But I think it also affects the way he goes down, the way he's remembered. He's gonna, for example, six nine is gonna go down as a troll. You know, he's making his money though, so I can't even, I can't even hate. He's right. making his money, but he's going down as a troll. But Bobby Schmurder, he's going down as a hero. He took more time, so he didn't snitch on his boy. Yeah, which that's right. Yeah, and and the thing about I don't think he cares about going down as a troll. And I don't think he does. I think he just cares about money. Do you think that, like after his house arrest is over, because, because. I've been saying that this quarantine has been great for two people, Donald Trump <laughs> and 6 9 They're both benefiting immensely off that, right? Yeah. Like with, with Donald Trump, this shit went down during election year. Yeah. Voting is very difficult now with this quarantine. Mm -hmm. And they're not going to make it any easier, like at all. Um, because the I saw this this um this article that that basically said that the Republican Party um dislikes making voting easier because that's a disadvantage to them because the Democrats have more supporters in general or or something like that the Democrats have more supporters but the Democrats are lazier you know what I mean so because you know we they um you Democrats they always have a lot of young people and shit like that and you know the the same reason Trump got elected, a lot of people, two million plus people in the minority community didn't vote. So the minority community um, 
isn't, you know, doesn't vote often or doesn't vote as strongly as as the white community. But but in general, also Democrats, younger Democrats of just in general, don't vote as much. So the easier you make it, the higher the chance that they'll vote, which is which isn't which wouldn't be good for Republicans because that'll you know reach a new demographic of Democrats that will be ready to vote. So that makes perfect sense. I mean, yeah. now that now that you mentioned it, I don't know why I never thought of it. But how come voting? We're living in twenty twenty. How come voting isn't on your phone? Yeah. How, how come I can order a car to be delivered to my? I can buy a car and have it delivered to my house, but I can't press who I want to vote for on my phone. Yeah, like even even if it's not on the phone, like even if it's on your laptop, like we have state tests, we have all these. Like my mom was taking a a nursing test online, uh-huh. and all yeah, it was very secure. Everything was there, but the government is is just is just not there in terms of that. So so this quarantine has affected Trump in that aspect, because even more um, people will will probably not vote, which is sad. But you know, the, the, yeah, the I, I didn't even know that you had to sign up for absentee ballot voting. Yeah, um, until my sister told me about it like a day beforehand. So it's not like it's not very well spread information either. Yeah, like people have to actively try to spread the information, or else a bunch of people are going to miss out on voting Correct. just because of this quarantine. Exactly, exactly, and that's all by design. Like the the Republicans and you know the silent majority. They're mm-hmm. always gonna vote because they have a point to prove. They have, they like. I was talking to uh, this Republican uh, on our podcast. Yeah, and and he and he spoke on this on the silent majority. He's like, we don't speak, we just vote. <laughs> and I was like, that's I couldn't deny that. That's a fact. They don't speak. Yeah. They they just vote. I mean, the extreme like Trump people, of course they're gonna speak and whatever. But those are the extreme sides. But the silent majority, they just vote. I'm like, all right. Yeah, if they made voting as easy as you know, when you're gonna you're gonna cash your line, and they're like, "Would you like to donate to so and so? Would you like to vote right now?" Like, it, just do that, and then I'm pretty sure more people would vote. Like, just put it in people's faces, put it on their phones, yeah. put it on their laptop. Don't let them start their car without voting on their touchscreen. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure things would be drastically different. Like taxes are mandatory as a citizen. Vote. Yeah, so you have to file tax, but you don't have to vote. Like, stupid. So that's 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 the benefit for Trump with this whole quarantine voting. You know, I'm sorry to interrupt. I think their logic is we're not gonna promote it too much because we don't want in, uninformed people to vote. It's a, it's a right. It's yeah, a, so it's it's a right. It's kind of like why. <laughs> Why not publish it in more places? They make it seem like it's only for some people. Oh, like don't if you care about politics, go vote. But they should really brand it as like if you care about anything you're doing in this country, you should vote. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a right, but they're just trying to they're trying to make it more optional. Like they just they just don't want to push that agenda for voting. Really and that's something that needs to change. So that's Trump's benefit. Voting is difficult and under quarantine. And also, there's more chaos. He he he's he's prosperous under chaos. For six yeah. nine, right? Imagine if six nine had gone home as a snitch, right? Where everybody's sitting down right now. Everybody's home. Where you at? I'm home. That's that's the conditions <laughs> where he came in. Where the gang at? We home, right? Imagine if quarantine wasn't wasn't there and six nine like a 
famous snitch got home in the street safe with all these gangsters, whatever, outside. And people were, people were ratting. Like, people, not even ratting, but his neighbors were just like, oh, that 6 9 boop. He had to move. He had to move ASAP. They know where he was at. But the thing is, like, is he being protected by the feds until his house arrest is over? Or is that a permanent uh, witness protection program, like, for the rest of time? I mean, he's not under witness protection because he opted out of that. Oh, did he? So it's his personal guards. Yeah, he's he has his personal security, and whenever the neighbors compromised his address and leaked it, the the feds would would like inform him, um, "Hey, man, your address was leaked," and that's as far as uh, they're gonna go as far as protection. Of course, if he calls the cops, you know they'll come get him. So what I'm not understanding is how Pop Smoke got taken out for. Well, reasons unknown to us, obviously the public, but six nine like a famous snitch. World like there's no way you don't know he's snitching at this point. I mean, but didn't, uh, didn't Pop Smoke die, uh, get murdered before quarantine? Yeah, yeah. He, he but you're saying like you're saying like six nine is safer now because of yes, quarantine. Yes. But My thing is like people are walking outside. Like if you, it's not. It's not like. It's never a good time to go murder someone. It's not like you go like, oh, well, it's windy outside and, you know, <laughs> let's save it for tomorrow. It's like, you know, he's sitting right there. There's no witnesses because everybody's in quarantine. I but mean, he's still up there, though. It's like, it's like right, with, with, with Pop Smoke, um, he had like a house party and he, he put he put his own address out. And the oh, wrong... Yeah, yeah, they, he, he had a house party. He was having a house party. He put his address out. Hey, come to the house, come to the party. And the wrong people came. Uh, I think I think that was the situation there. Man. Now with for 6ix9ine on the quarantine, like, yeah, it's never a good time to murder somebody. But <laughs> just the fact that that this is the best time to be safe and hide. Because everybody's home. And literally, you know, this this coronavirus thing, it's not getting covered as much now. But yeah. it's it's serious. And people are scared. Like, I don't think that, you know. Gangsters are just gonna be like, all right, man, let's just do this, blah blah blah, put some face masks and just take take care of six nine. Um, he's he's probably also being watched under house arrest, yeah, and things like that. So I just I just feel like is this man gonna be home for the rest of his life? <laughs> you know what? He might be because once his house arrest finishes, do you believe he's really gonna be stepping outside, like to go to events and stuff like that? I mean, until quarantine's over. I mean. I don't know. I just don't know. I can't. I thought that I knew the world pretty much and that I could predict the world and, you know, some events, not the world, but just, you know, situations mm. like with the six, nine thing. I was like, oh, it's a rap run, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, you know, that's not disappointing news. I don't really care. I'm just watching. I don't wish death upon anyone, really. Mm. But like with six, nine, that's, I was like, oh, that's a rap run with Trump. I was like. We're getting him out of here. That's that. He, he had his four or whatever. We're getting him out of here. Even an impeachment. I was like, oh, he's going to get impeached. But none of that stuff has been happening. Like, so it makes you wonder, like, you know, they used to say, oh, you know, snitches get stitches. Yes. But do they, though? Do they? The world. Maybe maybe you reach a certain level of, of celebrity status where you become almost untouchable obviously there's celebrities have been killed all the time but 
is he there's too many eyes on him where they could, wouldn't be able to do that successfully i mean i don't know because because i thought so until uh triple x got killed mm. that was that was my first i mean michael when, when michael jackson died i was a little younger and that was yeah. that was crazy but when but until triple x like i was like yo that's wild. That was like the wildest news I heard. I remember I was just that working, is, yeah. and then you guys texted that to me. And I was like, what? I thought it was a lie. Like, news like that, you think it's a lie. Like, Yeah, you You know when I think it's real? Once TMZ, well, once I see the TMZ logo, that's when I'm like, okay, this is real. Nah, once once, once I saw like all the memes, not, not the memes, but all the posts on Instagram, all right, peas, and it's just crazy. It's just crazy. Like, it reminded me of like Tupac and Biggie era. Like, when Tupac and Biggie died, it's just I I feel like the impact of that is just normal now. Like when when Triple X died, it was it was a, a week of shock and R.I.P.s, and then you know we move on, and and that's that. And then after Triple uh, X, I think it was uh, what was Mac it? Miller? Yes, Mac Miller. And I wasn't even a huge Mac Miller fan, but that yeah, I was just like what? That, yeah, because yeah. you grow up and you you know you hear Mac Miller on MTV or something. And then all of a sudden, oh, Mac Miller died. And he, you know, he's not, he wasn't old at all. He, he was very young. He wasn't old at all. Like 6ix9ine was in his 20s. I mean, 6ix9ine. Triple X was in his 20s. And yeah. Mac Miller was, I think it was like in his 30s or early 30s. And that, I think, yeah, I think he was either early 30s or late 20s. Yeah. I feel like he was 28 or 29 or something. Yeah. But, and then, and then after that, it was Juice World. Yeah. After that, it was Juice World. Wait, was, was it Juice World or was it Kobe? No, Juice World happened first. Yeah, then Juice World, and again, like, um, I wasn't in there, at some point. Little Peep, I don't know when that happened, but yeah. I think that was before Triple X. So it's almost like, like after Triple X, just a whole bunch of celebrities just started dying. Yeah, Juice World, and then the biggest shock of all, like, not to compare, but Kobe, yeah. Kobe Bryant, bro, like at the, the top is, of Kobe. He's so he's so solidified in, in, in the way that we think of like yeah. he's such a, he's basically a legend. He's such a legend that you're like he can't die. He's too big to die. Yeah, it's and and like he's not even like he's he's not even like not only is he a legend and he's so great, but he's an outstanding citizen. He doesn't get involved in anything. He's too smart to to get robbed and and shit like that. So. Just the the fuckery of how he went at the top of twenty twenty. Yo, before we even really knew about that COVID, even, doesn't even feel like it was this year. So much shit has happened this year. It feels like that was last year. At the top of twenty twenty, I remember I was on Facetime with my friend, one of my best friends, and then she was like, "Yo, Kobe died, bro." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I couldn't believe it, and I, I guess I'm glad. Day. I'm to glad, this day, it's hard to believe. Yeah, I'm glad that I, you know, was talking to somebody, you know, when it happened because we were just we were, we were just quiet for like a whole minute. We we're just like, like it was it was ridiculous and just and to make matters worse, Kobe died with his daughter, and th there was a whole other family there as well. But yeah. after just hearing that Kobe died with his with one of his daughters. Anything else after that, it's not like it's irrelevant. It's like, it's already too much. It's like, Kobe died with his daughter. Oh, by the way, four or five other people died as well with their kids. And you're like, it's, that That's was just, such a shock. 
And what is, you know, what's crazy about that is that he he started to, I don't know if you heard, but he was taking those helicopters so he can save time to be with his kids. And that's what did him in. And he's he's always been riding helicopters. So it's like something, it's like something you always do. And, you know, all these deaths and things like that were a reminder of uh, that, you know, life is like that at any time. But that one, that one hit hard. That one yeah. hit hard. You know, not to not to get too morbid, but it's it's sometimes hard to process. Like you know, you think, oh, I'm gonna do this tomorrow. I'm gonna do that tomorrow. Yeah. Today I'm gonna chill. You really have no idea what's gonna happen when. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah, even even like if it's not as drastic as life, like 2020, I had a whole plan for the year. I was gonna travel. It was gonna be my traveling year. My traveling year. I'm sure a lot of people, the world, have plans for 2020. Life said, everybody sit down and stay home. <laughs> it only takes five minutes for entire history of people to change, like the entire year changed. Matter, you know, when I first heard of the virus, I was like, oh, that's far. That's nothing to do with us. Yes. Couple of weeks and the entire nation had to shut down. The earth is small, bro. Like, we forget that. And, you know, even speaking of this, like we talked about celebrity deaths and things like that and how tomorrow's not promised. That is so true for so many people. Like we're talking about celebrity deaths, but a lot of people just died this year. Yeah. That were alive last year because of this uh, coronavirus. And that's something that I don't really think about often because you know, it's sad or whatever. And yeah. at some point, like as fucked up as it, as it is to say, it's just numbers now, it's like, Two, three hundred thousand deaths, four hundred thousand cases, five hundred thousand deaths. For like, these are all deaths. Is that's crazy? At some point, it reaches a number where it's it's just it's hard to fathom. What does that number look like? What does four hundred thousand people look like? Like four hundred thousand people. Let's double that. Eight hundred thousand family members lost a lost somebody. You know, like, I, mean? I don't even know what. Like moms. Dads, uncles, grandpas, and it's just crazy that this this happens. Like when I when I was thinking about this, uh, I was thinking like you know all those like repopulation conspiracies. Like mm. oh, the world needs to lower its population. Like population control. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I thought yeah. about. Like this is like sort of sort of that. Like if there is a conspiracy. That'd be like the one that I believe the most, and other than that, do you think it's a? Do you think this is man-made or this is just a natural occurrence? I mean, if it's man-made, there's if it's man-made, there's so many ways you could go with this, because it's man-made because they wanted to start a war and it got out of control. There's that. It's man-made because this was done for population control. Maybe China wanted to do that just in China for population control, and it got out of hand or just the world but either way it's just crazy and like what if this is just life now like you remember wally do you think like just this is the rest of our life our life is trying to not to get the virus basically. you remember wally the movie? yeah <laughs> what if what if <laughs> that's just the future like that ass like all right like not not in terms of of um we gotta dip the earth and just live in a spaceship 
just in terms of this is just life now. Like this is. Just it is life. what it is, basically. Yeah, it is what it is. Like, just gotta accept. Like, hey, if you die, you die. Like, I think that's the most popular thing, especially. I think that's what people were. That's what people are doing now. They're like, we know the virus is out there. If you get sick, as, I hope you made your peace with God. But as a matter of fact, that was my thinking. Just not like that. Just in terms of like, once I heard about this and blah blah blah, I'm out and I realized. Like all, all the doomsday preppers, I apologize. I just like to say that right now, because them niggas was waiting for this day, bro. They got the cans, they got everything, they got the toilet paper. They good. Me, Look at you now. can't wipe your ass. Me, I was caught lacking. I was caught slipping. I was trying to tell my family. I was like, yo, we should get some cans. Blah blah blah. Everybody was nonchalant, and then finally, like we did it, like. Two days before the quarantine was in effect, so we obviously didn't get enough stuff, because yeah. obviously everybody was going to get shit. But yeah. I just realized I am not prepared as of now for Armageddon, and just in terms of that whole you can't control everything, because like obviously you know I, thinking in the future, I always related to Doomsday Peppers. I was like, you know, in the future if I have my own crib or whatever, I'm gonna have a Doomsday. Little like a shelter. Going on. Like I'm gonna have a little shelter, I'm gonna have some some, you know, food and et cetera, just in case. So I just assumed I'd be good whenever. <laughs> but yeah, life said, Oh, right now though. <laughs> How about now? But my question to you is, right? Yeah. Obviously this isn't like yeah, <laughs> apocalyptic level right. stuff. Like we're definitely in quarantine. My question is if something apocalyptic were to happen, would you try to survive it? Of course I try. And would you realistically try to make, like, but what sort of life is there to live if everything got to shit? To be honest, the only thing that would suck, and this is another fucked up thing to say, is just the fact that I would have to take care of people. Like, if I was on my own, no doubt, I think I'd be fine. I'd be like, all right, I got to do this, I got to do that, blah, blah, blah. But I have my sister, she's 11, and I have my parents, and, and... you know, I, I think they'll learn to take care of themselves, but they're like my parents, you know what I mean? So yeah. things would fall on me, like let's say, let's say an intruder came to my crib. Like I probably gotta be the one to handle that and, and everything. So like, I, I can't just imagine just living this, but surviving it with my family, you know what I mean? Cause yeah. it'd be tough. Like, you know, it sucks to, like you said, it, it's fucked up to say, but in situations where like, it's just survival. The elderly and children are their liabilities. You trying to stay alive, and you gotta hold not you gotta hold your weight and their weight too. Yeah, and and just knowing that that's a fact. Like obviously, you're not gonna abandon them because I love my family. Exactly. It's just, it's just acknowledging it. It's it's gonna be tough because of these reasons. And yeah. for that, you know, they gotta they they you know, you don't know how to fight here. Has here's a gun. That's another thing. Like. As growing up, growing up, I was like, I don't care about guns, but I've learned about the importance of guns. Not that I'm like pro gun. You know, killing is a choice. Don't blame the don't blame the weapon. Blame the people. I'm not. I'm not all the way there. Self defense. Yeah, for self defense, and obviously, I I I just don't think like there are certain types of weapons that people shouldn't have access to. Yeah, things like that, like you know, a handgun, and you know, maybe some tears above that. All right, that's cool, but AK forty sevens launch, <laughs> <laughs> rocket launchers. 
Like, yeah, you know, I know what you mean. Like, for example, what what do you, what sort of, imagine someone comes to your home. Yeah. And I know some people are going to be like, yeah, of course. But like, imagine someone comes to your home. A handgun should be enough for self-defense. Like, what? why do you need an AK-47? To the, as soon as you shoot, like, one shot, they're probably going to turn around and flee. Yeah. So why do you need a war machine, basically, to defend your house? Yeah. But, I don't know, if it was, like, apocalypse, like, if the apocalypse came, you know, I'd try to survive as long as possible. But uh, I'm not going to be like, we're going to get to do this. Like, no walking dead situation. <laughs> I'll be like... I'll be like, realistically, we're going to run out of food at some point. I mean, yeah. Like I have no farming skills. You guys don't have any farming skills. But we don't have any land to farm in. Yeah. We're going to start. <laughs> yeah, for those type of, these type of situations, cities are fucked. Um, yeah. Cities are fucked. But if you're already a farmer, you might be good. Yeah, farmers are good. Uh, and people in like suburban areas, um, they're better. No, they just got. They have to worry about less. Especially yeah, pull up to Walmart, prepared, steal like, everything. You're in the city. Like, we don't. We don't. We don't really have like a stockpile to place stuff. Yeah, and you know things spread away faster in cities too. Yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we're, we're we're coming up on like an hour. That don't wanna that went by real quick. Uh, don't wanna take up too much of your time here. Um, no. Yeah, so at the end of my podcast, I already mm. told you I have a storyline going through. So I'm just I'm gonna tell you like the last two sentences. Um, so you're not gonna tell me the beginning of the story. Yeah, because you know, eventually, like on my fiftieth guest, I'm not gonna be reciting a whole journal. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that that's what makes it a little more interesting. Um, okay. Just the fact that the guests don't aren't fully aware of the whole story. So they got they got to tune in to to see the whole story. Exactly. And I'll also release a compilation um, after a certain number of just the story. Okay. I'm gonna call it the story so far. I want far. the stories up to this point. All right. So I think you're actually the first guest that isn't fully aware of the whole story. Now wait a second. That's not fair, though. <laughs> I would like. <laughs> no. Why don't you recite the last ten? Bro, like, I talked to eight people. Okay. Listen, listen. It's it's not even that serious. It's, it's just not. It's not like the parts that you're getting are the most important parts of the story. Okay. Okay. The main, the key points. Yes. So, um, I'm gonna tell you the last three. So, okay. um, I'm gonna tell you the name of the characters. Okay. Okay. It's a man, and a man named Rick. Okay. The other, the man isn't named yet. So it's just a man, man. and a homeless man named Rick. Okay. okay. So, so a man and a homeless man named Rick, uh, go out for a walk. Um. Mm. Then suddenly a vortex opens up in front of them and they see two figures in that vortex. Then um, the figures um, invite them in for a drink. So that, that's where that's where the story, that's where you your part of the story comes in. Damn. So your part is the most part. Like you can say whatever you want. Then the then they run away, they refuse, or they pull out some AKs, or they go in, <laughs> they go in for a drink, like, or whatever. Okay, so I gotta say the next two parts in two sentences. Um, no, one sentence. You you, you say what happens next. Yeah, Every, everybody gets. Everybody say the gets, next part. Yeah, everybody gets one sentence. To say the next part. Oh, 
Like it okay. could be Dende and da da da, and that's your sentence. Or you could just keep it a simple uh, Dende, whatever, or whatever you want. So they were invited in for drinks, right? right? A vortex opens up in front of them, and two and they see two figures, and the figures invite them in for a drink. Mm. Damn. Okay. Trying to make this interesting. Um. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna need a little time to think because I gotta be creative with it. Alright. Um. So it's a man and a man named Brick going in through a vortex. Homeless. Two unknown figures. They didn't go in the vortex yet. They haven't gone in. It's a homeless man named Brick and a man, and they went out for a walk. And during their walk, a vortex opened up in front of them. They saw two figures who then invited them in for a drink. Okay, okay. One of the figures, well, I have to say, I have to say it in one sentence, or I could just say the next part. What'd you say? I, I have to say it in one sentence, or I could just say the next part of the story. Um, you can just say the next part. Okay. One of the figures walks forward and reveals herself, mm. and it's Cardi B. <laughs> then the second figure walks forward, and it's Bill Cosby. and that's that (laughs) and it's bill cosby okay Mm. so one of the figures walks out and it's cardi b Mm. and reveals herself and it's cardi Mm. b and a second figure walks out and it's bill cosby Mm. (laughs) okay okay (laughs) (laughs) all right all right cool cool so that's the that's the end of uh of this page of of sickle Sickle podcast. Uh, thank you for having me. Thank you I'm so honored much. You want the first time? Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, this was a dope conversation. Um, very, it was very chill. Uh, you know, my previous ones have been a little more serious because we talked about race and stuff. I mean, we yeah. dived into like the politics and, and shit like oh, that. But yeah, man. Um, again, uh, thank you. Thank you for hopping on the podcast. Thank um, you. Hope to have you again. I don't mind having guests come back. Um, so I might hit you up sometime, or if you got something going on. Feel free, feel yeah. free to hit me up. Uh, hey, I'd be down to do uh, after this whole thing is over. We could do like an in person podcast too. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's how I wanted to do it before quarantine. Um, mm-hmm. It was gonna be in person. I was gonna like choose some dope locations and shit. But Ooh, be- yeah, but but you know, quarantine messed it up. So, but you can't quarantine let that quarantine. can't let that stop the hustle. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, do your thing out there. I see you. I'm watching. Hey, we trying.